0: Kings of Friends podcast. Hello! Hello! Season two? Episode two? Episode two?
1: Yes. We've gone all American with the season as well. I oh, know. Well, most of the other podcasts did it yeah. in seasons. We are seasons now. We podcast. are seasoned. We made it to a second season. We did. Yes. They said it couldn't be done. The bosses said we shouldn't do it, and yet we've, we've done it anyway. This is the first one of a particular type of show, a new show for us. We had to think about, you know, the, the sort of the layout of the podcast. And we realised what we're not covering, and there is a huge amount of is the wider scenes, the local scenes that are around in East Anglia, Chelmsford and uh, Ipswich specifically at the moment, um, which are sort of our near scenes and how much we're missing out on. Yeah, that's right.
0: But I think we're going to go even wider than that. We might even stray out to Norwich. Ah. Who knows? I don't Norwich. think we'll go
1: as far as King's Lynn. No. No. And possibly Southend. They're all within our reach, really, aren't they? And they're yeah. good musical live yeah. scenes. So we'll go out
0: reporting. Like yeah. one of those little reporters, we'll have a little card in our band oh, yes. our hat. Like that. And a long coat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sort of lean in when we, we, we do uh,
1: interviews. Mm, looking you need dramatic. need do
0: more of the leaning when you do the interview.
1: It's also going to look a bit scar, isn't it? Because they have hats and long coats. Yeah, that's right. So when yeah. we're leaning in, maybe that'll look a little bit like that. But, you know, we can't help it. <laughs> so we're going to look at the wider scene.
0: And as such, in tonight's episode, we are going to look at... The region's sort of largest festival that, that visits us once a year That's right COVID permitting
1: Yes And that is The Latitude Festival The Latitude Festival Which we were lucky enough to get uh, to, to get to go to this year And we've caught up with a couple of live bands So we're going to be playing you their interviews And uh, we went and saw them play And that was uh, Tundra From Berry St. Edmunds, although we found out not quite. And, um, Gaffer Tape Sandy, who are from various places around the the region, but predominantly known in Berry St. Edmunds. We also caught Bessie Turner, of course. So let's have a bit of a run through of what we got up to. Well, the the festival, if you've never been, is uh, near Beckles, which most people would think of near sort of Southwold way, uh, is a pretty big, uh, festival holding up to about 70, 80,000 people, I think. And of course, because of the extreme heat we had, Literally two days before we had this uh, heatwave, the ground was a nightmare this year. Really, really dusty. And normally you'd have, um, you know, the grass would be well-worn down browning, but the grass wasn't even there. No, it was very dusty. When I arrived on, uh, my tent was already put up by some local geezer. Some local geezer. I'd put up my tent. Justin had been there and I arrived just in my, you know, my uh, chauffeur-driven... Uh, Ford Fiesta uh, and uh, yes it was a nice evening we went down to the main site and had a look around and everything looked grand You did don't remember anything don't we did I don't think we saw any bands on the first don't night, think we did Thursday night no just sort of drank in the atmosphere drank, drank and drank in the atmosphere actually yeah we were just drinking so <laughs>
0: In fact I think I'd had four cans by the team
1: arrived. Yes. I was amazed the tent was even up. I was not expected to find you in a sort of mess with a tent around you, sort of just laying there laughing. No, no, it's very good. I
0: put the tent up and then just started hammering the beers <laughs> yeah, Rather than tent pegs. It was good. It was probably my favourite part of the festival.
1: Well, Friday brought for us two local bands, which was ideal. We were straight in. Straight, straight in. Straight into this. And that was Tundra, who we managed to catch at the alcove uh, at the uh, festival. And then uh, a bit later on, maybe an hour and a half later, we saw Gaffertape Tape Sandy, who played at the BBC Sounds tent. Now, that is pretty impressive. That's a yeah. big old tent. Tell us what it's like to be inside there, Justin. Well, minus the trapeze, it's like a huge circus tent. That's what it looks like from the outside. It's bigger than a big top. It big. It's like a... Exceedingly large top Like a huge massive top I mean it would be too big for a circus And when you look at the stage You think oh that doesn't look too far away But you realise how small people actually are at that end And actually from the stage It looks so much more full Than when you actually stand at the back and think Oh there's a little crowd over there It's not, it's rammed in there It's huge And uh, so that was fantastic And uh, we managed to catch them both for an interview Obviously afterwards Um, Both played exceptionally good sets um, And are gathering a crowd And what was really interesting was that. Tundra played at the alcove, which is what um, Gaffer Tape Sandy played last time they played at Latitude. And they're sort of following on. uh, The Tundra was saying they were hoping next year maybe to be able to play the BBC soundstage. We did seem to see, see some other things, though. The horn section, they were great. The horn section was good. So slick. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah big real. fan of Alex Horn. And it's, I mean, in a live outdoor setting, you wouldn't think you'd get it that slick. But it really spot on, yeah. the whole thing. I mean, the rehearsing they must do for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, getting, I'm laughing just thinking about it. It was so good. It was brilliant. The caveat section was great. Yeah. <laughs> Songs where they say one thing, but they don't really mean it. It was great. <laughs> so we went to the Sunrise Arena as well and saw Keg who are a very quirky, have a sort of quirky vibe to them. Uh, a bit like Yard Act, who are um, nominated for the Mercury Prize this year. Uh, the Obelisk stage, when went and saw Larkin Poe, oh, who
2: yeah, are yeah, a female
1: yeah. sort of blues rock band from America. Yeah, with the
2: um, other... Uh, oh, fantastic,
1: yeah, slide playing. Slide playing, yeah. If you want to see some good slide playing, catch up with Larkin Poe. Incredible. Po. So that yeah. was really good. That was kind of um, it, really, for the Friday. The Friday, and then we had some more... Beer, then we, had some beer. <laughs> then we had to go to the toilet And then it says here we had to do a lot of walking I, was quite, I mean it is if you're, if you're someone who doesn't like walking Then latitude can be fairly tough Because there's a bit of a distance isn't there Between things don't yeah. Okay and I'm going to mention something now uh, yeah. Which you can't talk about any festival Without talking about go on. Toilets the thing, it's the thing no one wants to speak about. It's, it's raw but humanity they did, facing you. I
0: can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday, but they did something I'd never seen before. Mm. And that was swap the ladies and the gents' toilets around. I thought there was going to be a riot. It's like the, the men had gone in and made, like, you know, disgusting animals we mm. are, messed up all the toilets, and then they sort of... We woke up, we got oh, back one evening yes. and they had swapped the signs around. They had, didn't so they put the women's on the men's side and the men's on the women's. There were some very unhappy women.
1: And there were people who were programmed plainly to go one way were looking and going, But I'm not a woman. What's gone <laughs> yeah, wrong here? It really threw people. It really did. But it remained after that, I think, didn't it? Yeah, they? they didn't it swap did. it, back they didn't it back again. They didn't swap it back again. But I did that. feel sorry
0: for the ladies. Because it was at least a day and a half before they did it, so it was like <laughs> the men had had a good chance to really, yeah, really create a stinking mess really in ruin the and ruin the toilet. Said, oh, the women can have that one. Yeah, right now. We
1: we'll love the and better we'll, one. We we'll love the clean side that the women have had previously. I wonder whether it was a practical joke, whether someone just took the signs and swapped them or something. Like it wasn't even in the control of the stewards; they were confused as well. <laughs> Who's, who could have done this? Yes, yeah, so it was, was men. Just, well, yes. So Saturday, having yeah. not slept for a whole night, I had to do a hover, another whole unhover, a hover all day. Yeah. Um, but there was some fantastic stuff. Uh, obviously one of the things you need to know about latitude is not just about music. There's yeah. comedy, um, there's spoken word, poetry, uh, theatre, all sorts of things. Uh, Kate Moss was there, um, writer's forum. We then nipped over to Back to the BBC Soundstage To see Bessie Turner Which was yeah. fantastic uh, She's uh, got a three-piece uh, yeah. A new bass and drum player yeah. um, Fantastic though She played um, pretty much The songs you'd expect to hear really Plus a few new ones she's, Donkey she's, Donkey What's that, donker. Donkey <laughs> She did also play A couple of new ones uh, I believe Which have just come out On her new um, EP Arabiata uh, Which is uh, out On Spotify now It's a Um, pasta dish Isn't it It is Yeah It does mention Somewhere on there About that actually So it's worth catching Um, And she also did A lovely solo version Of um, Words You Say At the end as well She Mm -hmm. apologised While the bass player Sort of walked off We listened to um, Someone talking about Books for men And what what books Were recommended For men to read And uh, men were sort of Saying you know Which ones they'd read as well. Saw a band called Lilo.
0: Yeah, I saw the podcast. You didn't catch it there. The guy from 13 Minutes to the Moon and Science. Science Smash.
1: Science Shambles. Science Science Shambles. That was really good. I really oh. enjoyed that. So, later on that day, we saw um, Brothers Moving, which were at the trailer park. Hilarious yeah. band from Denmark. Yeah, we are from Denmark. They were hilarious. Yeah. So much energy. Yeah, there's some, they're, they're, they're sort of a
0: YouTube sensation. Yeah. You've probably seen a clip of them singing Minnie the Moocher um, in New York. In a uh, piazza. Yes. Somewhere. Uh, but fantastic. Actually,
1: yeah, great singing voices, great players, and so tight. They're really good, really good. Uh, and uh, didn't take this all seriously at all. It was all, yeah. all good fun. And there's then the Trailer um,
0: Park, actually. Yeah, trailer Trailer Park's quite... If you haven't been to Latitude before, there's this little uh, part of Latitude has got these of yeah. old caravans and... It's sort and of converted into out, art
1: like, and things. Aren't yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's really, it's really quite, quite cool. And they have a lot of smaller bands in there. I'm sort of... Myself. Mm. A fun, fun band. Sort of yeah, it's thing, like sort of yeah. yeah, it's more like a
1: party sort of atmosphere rather than an audience. Yeah, more like joining in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the last thing we saw was actually it was in the alcove, which was broad. to band called Broadside Hack, which were a sort of folk uh, jazz group. Oh, they were fantastic. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many people were there? Twelve, was it? Twelve
1: players, something like that. I think. Well, what we did was we we counted about twelve, but there were some people You couldn't <coughs> see in the. Right, if you we've shifted we've slightly, you were like, there. "Hang on a minute, There's a violin a player?" <laughs> It's like an infinite regress. It just went on forever. <laughs> yeah, so they did...
0: What, um, uh, standards? Folk, uh, folk standards. Folk, folk it, really. standards, but only ones that, where the author wasn't known. Ah, oh,
1: yes. Yeah, so they the sort right of defined like, defined like their remit, like yeah. what songs they were going to do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it really was like an orchestra, though, wasn't it? Because some of them would just sit there, waiting for their part, then pick up their instrument, do a little bit, yeah. and put it back down, like like yeah. watching a sort of folk orchestra it was great
0: when do you call a violin a violin and when is it a fiddle oh I think fiddle's folk isn't it yeah maybe? so the, well, there were two fiddle players mm. then and they when they were doing the harmony harmonised parts together that was really good oh there's nothing yeah. like
1: though harmony yeah, yeah. violins or fiddles but there was
0: some nice harp playing in there as well mm. tons of different stringed
1: instruments
0: oh, I think there was a mandolin guitar mm.
1: and one of those Greek ones banjo double bass Fantastic double bite,
0: drama. It's really good Double And a fantastic drummer Very good Because I think The first track they did Was, in, was it
1: In, in seven. 7 It was in 7 <laughs> He had the brushes out In 7 <laughs> yeah. That's great Yeah yeah yeah, that's Saturday How about Sunday? So having not slept on Saturday night no, Well, no. You, you I slept fine I took some earplugs with me And slept a dream It's not that It's the fact that you're on the ground With a very thin slice of uh, air Between you and the ground I'm just not used to it The thing is about, about festivals as well if, yeah. you ha- if you haven't been to one Is that despite the lack of sleep And the complete exposure to sun And the alcohol You still somehow You get into such days, don't you? That you just sort of keep walking Like the undead (laughs) Through till Monday (laughs) Whatever state you're in You're still going You don't know how you're doing this On any normal situation You would not be doing What you're doing But you just sort of Carry on don't you So Sunday Well Sunday saw BBC Soundsave. We saw a band called The Crows Now Crows are a London band Very angry very angry band, check them out on uh, Spotify uh, They were they were good actually, but again, loud Some of those bands were so loud in, yeah. in the tent I just thought yeah. this is like beyond loud BBC introducing Sage we saw Phoebe Hall Very emotional uh, sort of pop music there Then we saw another local band at the Alcove Three years younger, who are from sort of Cambridge and Suffolk Oh yeah, I couldn't um, get in the tent no, I was busy Yeah So sisters, pop rock group they were, yeah. um, I think they were sisters don't think they were twins yeah. Very cinematic A bit like Kate Bush First yeah. Aid Kit That kind of feel yeah. it, Lots of harmonies Sunrise Arena Tina Boonstra Upbeat pop Bit like Secret Actually I did go yeah, and listen yeah. to some of her stuff Because actually she's quite a good songwriter Tina Boonstra yeah, I'm not yeah. sure where she's from but it reminded me of that sort of Sigrid feel. Mm. Yeah, she was good. She was. Upbeat sort of music. Upbeat, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, BBC introduced himself. we saw sort of a band called Deep Tan. They were sort of goth, um, sort of London three-piece, the really dark melodies. Um, what you might call sort of Arabian, I always call it. You know, like the Flatted Second, F B F. Um, They reminded me of the sort of uh, early Cure kind of... Um, Interesting twisty-turny kind of uh, guitar parts for that Uh, Cassia we saw at Sunrise Arena sort of guitar band fairly light sounding what did I miss I think I missed I think it was
0: was Deep Tan Uh, during Deep Tan Mm. yeah
1: you had a bit of an issue I
0: had a bit of an issue (laughs) we've talked about how dusty it was my eye was just watering so bad my Mm. left eye uh, so I went to the first aid tent, and there was somebody else there holding their eye. <laughs> and they said, Oh, we've got another left eye. Mm.
3: There'd be people coming
0: in all afternoon with like dust in their eyes and mm. irritated eyes. So thank you to the people in the first aid uh, tent for sorting me out. They washed my eyes out. And as I left, there was somebody else
1: coming in yeah. with their eyes streaked. <laughs> <laughs> and they went. Not another left eye. This is getting boring. This yeah, left think, eye.
0: Yeah, I think the left. If, curiously, they had more left eyes mm. um, with problems than right eyes. You could see the dust blowing around in the air, couldn't you? Oh God, it's mean, a cloud And side. The, you know, the, it's like a stampede. There's so many people mm. sort of walking around on this oh, yeah. dry, baked yeah. earth. Yeah, it's just kicking it up, creating yeah. this dust. And uh, yeah, it was it was, it was very short But the, thanks for the people in the first aid camp for sorting
1: me out. Oh no, no. The Latitude put out a thing about, oh, you know, hope everyone had a good festival, so i one of the comments was, sort out the dust. Now, I don't know how you sort out dust. I mean, what do you do? Have more rainfall. But it was like, that was the one thing everyone's going to remember, is how much, it's never been like that before. A little like, um, pig pen of
0: um, of peanuts. Yeah, yeah. It was Everybody like, looked like a pig pen with all this dust. Going sort of, uh, behind
1: him. Sunrise Arena, um, again, we saw Lime Cordial, recommended to by um, Elliot from Tundra actually They're an Australian band All suited up yeah. Looking really cheesy With these big moustaches Sort of like a lounge act Sort of keyboard yeah, lounge yeah. act um, Quite dreamy Sort of psychedelic Poppy sort of soul Really entertaining though. The lyrics were hilarious And they're really popular apparently uh, You don't hear much About these Australian bands So to cap it all Yeah At the end we went, <laughs> went to the BBC Soundstage And saw Fontaine's DC Jeez <laughs> I have never seen them before But the the one thing The one word that struck me Is just the word apocalyptic My god Yeah Unusual Yeah Yeah I mean
0: I'm definitely glad I went And the whole hour Was not for me It's Mm. like If you If someone's like Banging (laughs) over the head with the hour (laughs) At some (laughs) point (laughs) You want to stop (laughs) So at some point It becomes too much Mm. And actually like I think I know what yeah. Getting a hit in the head with a hammer is like
2: now.
1: <laughs> I think what it is is that they're not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of them, but they do have something quite unusual about them, don't they? When you yeah, I mean, the was, like you say,
0: it was it was it was cinematic. Mm, it the it was, was fantastic. Yeah, the lights
1: was, and everything. Yeah, right?
0: I mean, as a show. Not just songs, as a show, it was quite incredible at the start. Suddenly, the first two or three tracks, it's like, what is going on here? It was just absolutely crazy, wasn't it? But then after a while... If you're crazy all the time Then crazy becomes normal almost
1: I know what you mean They don't give up on that Yeah it's just relentless It's It's relentless It felt like sort of It was like being tortured musically I mean they were uh, What's unusual about this They remove the melodies Don't they He's got a very strong Irish accent And then you put in This soundscape music Which is so depth There's so much depth to it You can't really work out What on earth's going on and it's just screaming at you, basically. And I, th- I have to say, I've never seen anything like it. I don't I've never heard anything like but then
0: it. But there were but harmonies it. in there as well. God uh, God but but there was so many it. sort of vocal bits going on. It was just—it was like a bullet in the china shop. With a ferret, a frog, you know, a giraffe. <laughs> all doing the same All, all like, charging at things.
1: <laughs> and yeah. you're sort of standing in the middle, sort you're of, like, the, looking around. You're the shopkeeper. You're saying, the shopkeeper. Why, why do I have to put up with this? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that sort of concludes our latitude, really, and what yeah. we saw, which is uh, fantastic. And I'd recommend going and just take a gas mask next year because of the toilets and the dust. Yes, specifically the dust, though, is what I'm talking about. Don't be put off by the toilets; it's not worth it. No, yeah, you, yeah, they're yeah. never going to get any better. No,
0: no. <laughs> Actually, you know, this year wasn't so bad. I didn't think the toilets were so bad this mm, year. No. Mm. There was no half-eaten baguette. French stick, a uh, no. baguette, in, in no. the toilet this time. No, no arm reaching out the toilet <laughs> bowl, <ball> going help. <laughs> yeah, I, I fell in
1: oh god oh can you imagine that I'd have to say I can't help you you're gonna have to die in there I'm not getting involved because of what it means to me I'm gonna have to get covered this is beyond my remit yeah just need a winch to pull you out basically no you're a goner if you're in that pit whatever that pit is my god oh lorries of it like just coming
0: in sucking it all out I know, standing there.
1: Yeah. Horrible. They're like these sort of ghost machines that come through. Everyone just ignores them like they're (laughs) not there. But it's happening. It's happening.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, so that was Latitude. That was Latitude. So, Tundra are from my neck of the woods. In fact, not far from where we're recording right now. Sudbury? It's roughly
1: Sudbury. Roughly Sudbury. The the thing is, people say they're from Berry, but the reason why they say that is because they won an award, which was Berry Sound in 2017. So we're talking like it's a while ago now, five years ago. When they were just youngsters. Well, it's pre COVID, I guess. Pre COVID. Um. Uh, but they've gigged You know Around a lot uh, Specifically in uh, The East Anglia area So so a lot of gigs In Bury at the washing machine And also Norwich They are embarking On a nationwide tour uh, sure. A few dates Yes yeah. uh, Hopefully that won't be um, Won't be pulled apart By anything uh, Going on Because of course um, Lots of things Have happened when COVID kicked in, all sorts of tours fell apart. Hopefully, they'll go well for them. Um, they are a three-piece. Now, they are a three-piece. But when we saw them in the alcove, of course, there were six people on stage, yeah. which sort of interested me. But but they bring their mates in to fill out the sound. Yeah, because yeah. the sound they make on when you listen to them, uh, listen to their singles, are uh, it, it, there's lots of other bits. So, yeah. they like the idea of doing that live as well. Yeah, um, It's the first time they've played Latitude. And the alcove's a pretty good place to start, isn't it, really? It's not a tiny stage, but it's, you know, it's sort of a springboard, really, for moving on up. How would you describe them? Well. Well, 60% Elliot. <laughs> it's actually sixty-six percent Elliot. Yeah, Katie on guitar, yeah. and then you've got Elliot on bass and another Elliot on drums. Yeah, fantastic drummer. I mean, Elliot really it's that old adage again. I know we keep saying it, but he really holds that band together. It's yeah. fantastic.
0: <clears throat> I mean, when we were in a band, <laughs> we uh, we always have talked about the old adage: "Yeah, a uh, band is only as good as its drummer." Yeah, and I think we 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 picked up on that in... in a lot of things we saw across latitude. Yeah, all the good bands had
1: a uh, had a really good drummer. Yeah, you start noticing drummers after a while, don't you? And thinking, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see how this works. Yeah, they? the drummers yeah. really do. Um, they're kind of described as punky, surfy, a bitter taste of fun, and they base themselves really on this sort of Australian idea of the sort of surf bands, which is mm. quite a lot of apparently uh, Elliot was saying in uh, Australia, and they like the idea of being that. Now, I think. They've kind of gone through a bit of a change, really, because a lot of their sound now tends to be a little bit more happy and poppy, whereas before they were a bit more angst, a bit more aggressive. And earlier, it sort of explains why that was
4: and why that change happened. Have
0: um listen to the interview? Or Yeah, let's have a
1: listen to some
4: what they've got to say. I don't know how like you two feel, but like for me, I just never thought it was going to happen ever. You know, it's like it just like it seems so far away sometimes. You know what I mean? Like when you're a small band and you feel like you're not getting like that representation and stuff. So it's like when you like it actually pays off for you, and you're like, like we've done it. Like it's just crazy. Like just it's something that you just don't you just, you never expect it. No, you know yeah. what I mean, yes, yeah,
1: fantastic. Just, and it was interesting to hear you're not from uh, Barry after all. Yeah, Is that right? Yeah. Tell us about that.
5: Yeah, well we are. Uh, all from uh, like villages around Sudbury uh, which is near Bury, but um me and Elliot so not even
1: from Sudbury <laughs>
3: oh,
5: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I live in Sudbury
3: right.
5: sort of um, <laughs> You live outside of Sudbury between Barry, and you lived outside of Sudbury towards Colchester. Yeah. Um, but we went to school together and then me and Elliot, uh, Roger Brown, went to um, uh, Barry College, West Suffolk College. Right. So and that's when the, that's where we started doing the band stuff. Yeah. So we kind of just say Barry because that's where we did all our first gigs and that kind of stuff. Okay. So Barry's hometown for the band.
1: So is this your first time at Latitude or are you sort of veteran? Do you come here a lot? Or
4: uh, m- Myself and Caitlin have been here before, right. but Elliot is, he's a virgin to Latitude. Yeah. Oh right. okay. Yeah. So this is your first time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah but like yeah so we've been before we went in 2017 i think it I think was so, yeah. yeah yeah and we had like it i fell in love with it like it's just my favorite festival out of out of all of them like you know like I've been to like the lights of like redding and that sort of thing, and I just this one just stands out the most to me. It's just like it's just so beautiful in nature, and it's just everyone's so nice to each other, and you just can just have a chill time and not worry about people judging you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, kids normally mean a good festival to be honest. Yeah. So there's a
1: lot of children around. Yeah. Yeah. Lots
5: of kids, lots of older people as well. Like it is just a full range of ages, which is really great. I was going to say last time we came, we saw Gaffer at the Alcove Stage because yeah. um, they were doing their slot, and so it was really nice kind of to go back. And we've just done our slot the same stage mm. as they did. Theirs, and then we watched them on the Rosas and so. So
1: good set, wasn't it?
5: Really great, amazing. Yeah. They smash yeah. it every time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Online, you're you're a three-piece, but that obviously wasn't a three-piece. Is that something no. that uh, is sort of happening more often? since recording like our new EP uh, we sort of kind of collectively decided that we probably needed an extra guitar player like on stage with us just to be able to actually like play it like and give it some justice yeah, um, yeah so basically like getting the others on so Jono and Billy playing trumpet and like dub siren and percussion like that's just like something that we'll do for like special occasions like we just get we like to get our mates on and that sort of thing so when we play hometown shows like back at, like Hunter Club like usually someone will end up coming on like we don't usually play. It, like how we've had to plan it for this right. obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a, a nice little thing because like our band isn't just the three of us it's like it's all our mates you yeah, know it's yeah. like like they're the ones who've supported us and been like there for us so. there was
1: a great triangle moment yes. where the yeah. audience was sort of watching him holding a triangle and he was sort of about yeah, to like yeah. launch into it it's a great solo
5: yeah, yeah we, we proper <laughs> choreographed all that yeah. <laughs> yeah that was fun in rehearsals putting that triangle out tell me about your
1: name because it's interesting because tundra obviously is a kind of middle school geography term usually yeah. uh, and yet yeah, you seem quite bright and happy and Tundra doesn't really seem to reflect that. Is there a kind of reason for that?
6: So basically we, we've we been in a band for years before Tundra and um, we split off and we started rehearsing and writing songs and then we went, yeah we do need a name so we thought, well, yeah, we, we thought the best way to uh, pick a name was to go through, like, songs on our phones and just pick out song names. Well, that's what, that's what yeah, i done. I don't know what you two yeah. done. So,
1: and so left it to the gods a bit.
6: Yeah, yeah. And then, so, yeah, I was, like, reading out names yeah. of songs. I was going, ah, man, that sounds pretty naff. That one sounds pretty naff. And then yeah. found Tundra, and I was like, Tundra? And everyone was like, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That right. sounds all right. Yeah. So it's not
1: a sort conscious decision to uh, no. reflect something in your sound no. at all. Oh no,
4: no, no, no not no. at all, not no. at all. I think right. the one thing, the one thing that was conscious about it is that at that time we were listening to like a lot of Australian like surf bands, like punk surf, right? Yeah. Uh, like party bands, really, and like they were like Doom uh, Rats, Skegs, Death Deathrays. It's like all that sort of stuff. Like, and we kind of wanted to fit in with that a tiny bit because that's what we wanted to do. Okay. And we, yeah, that like punchy yeah. sort of like. Yes. Simple but like could mean anything, you know, it's like what does GMATs yeah. even mean, do you know what yeah, I mean? I see that, yeah. Um so like with that, I think that's the only conscious thing I guess we did with it. But in like in general, we like we've been in like like I said, like we've been in bands for like nearly twelve years now or something yeah. together. Um and we've gone through some awful band names so i think i think yeah, this is this arrived. is work this is worked out kind yeah, of for us
1: yeah. looking at your last three singles uh, you've got some pride lovely song by the way uh, lately and then panic room is there it's quite a departure really from the sound of life's a beach is that is that do you feel like you've shifted to something else
5: yeah well uh, i think those songs um except for panic room were all written in um, during lockdown um, and we wrote a lot of songs during lockdown. Panic Room was already there, but because of the way it's like a split, the beginning bit's quite calm and then it goes a bit yes. more like our old sound. Like, not our old sound, but our sound. Yeah. Um, uh, you can see that's kind of like the shift, but the newer stuff is a bit more... Uh, like, bit more... well, like, indie surf? Uh, I alternative?
4: I think, like, the one, one thing with it is that the old sound was reflecting how we felt in the songs a lot. So a lot of those old songs from Life to Beach are quite angry and they're about, we're talking about people in a not positive way, really, you know, it's like a negative like thing. And I think the music that went along with it was like kind of just how to like that whole pop punky like vibe to it. And I think that just since then, since we've got like, I would say, okay at writing songs, you know, like I think we've rather than like going like that, you, we've kind of, use we've kind of gone inwards a tiny bit and like a lot of those songs are not about anyone else other than like the person who wrote that lyric do you know what I mean it's like a very very inward and I think that that just naturally matures your music in the sense of you care more about the music that goes along with it because you know what it's about you know so like we did a lot of production for it and like with you know, there's trumpets in it. There's you know, chimes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, like there's, yeah, yeah. We, we spent a lot of time on it, and we had a really good producer, Tom Donovan. He was like a, so so amazing for us. Um, but I just feel like we've just kind of figured out how to write songs. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we like how yeah. we figured out how what we want to what yeah, yeah, yeah what what works for us yeah. and and how we do it. Mm. And I think that like you know, I, I know that the songs that we've got coming up are they I'd like to think they're going to be better but with that, I feel like we know what we want to do with them. Do you know what I mean? So there's a sort of confidence that's grown within the band. I, mean, I definitely yeah. feel more confident in myself to be able to actually do it. Whereas before, I just had no i had no right. confidence that I could even write a song. Yeah. Whereas now, I'm like, actually, no, these do sound kind of good. Yeah. You know, like, they are all right. It's part of the sort of, uh, you know, the writer's uh, world, isn't it? Mm. Crippling sort of anxiety yeah. about yeah.
1: everything, basically. Yeah. What's next? What's the kind of, uh, what's Tundra doing next? Uh, Where are we heading? Uh,
6: Sit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, i pull the classic drummer trick and not know anything and yeah here's
1: the mic yeah, <laughs> yeah
6: uh, uh, we've got uh, pass if you we've got a tour in yeah. september yeah, yeah, i think september. um a uk tour Is yes yeah, yeah. yeah so it's
4: headline tour
6: right yeah it's london liverpool Stoke. stoke-on-trent leicester and norwich fantastic oh, yes. i forgot yeah, the leicester so well done I i'd forgotten, yeah, I'd forgotten yeah, the
4: leicester yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah so we've got that at the end of september and that's just been booked with like we've just recently got a booking agent uh, we've got marshall behind us which is like crazy yeah um so like that that'll be like our first like run with them and then we've got like a lot of there's a lot of optimism right now we've just the who we're talking to and the things that people are asking us to do and the gigs we've been you know it's like it's just it, very exciting it's an exciting so, time it's all on the rise it's, it's like, fantastic I'm very, I'm super excited for this time next year mm-hmm. when Latitude comes around and all the other major festivals come around just to see what if we get on one fantastic you know anything you want to add or is that
5: just um, <laughs> yeah to be fair thank you to BB's Introducing for giving us yeah, this absolutely. like we've we've um we definitely have been supported by them through the years and it's really nice that we're here we're here because of them and it's just sick it's right. just it's like, really cool. in, like
4: in a reality we were not in a position to really in, in, like in reality we were not in a position to play latitude without them yeah. yeah so so we like completely owe it to them that we've actually like got it yeah. you know it's like they didn't have to choose us
6: yeah <laughs> well, of <laughs>
4: course bad, well look thank you very much guys lovely to see you and we'll, uh, see, we'll see you
1: soon. again soon hopefully
0: yeah. thank how you, how you very much yeah, thank, thank you no worries
6: at all no worries at all <laughs>
0: Okay, so we can now uh, have a listen to one of those singles that kindly yeah. really let us uh, used for the show called "Sun Pride." Sun Pride, which, uh, which I didn't know what it was. Yeah, and it's a it's a, it's a bread, isn't it? It's a, like, like some, No, am I getting confused? <laughs> I get confused between sun blessed and mother's pride.
1: That's right, it's like a blend, isn't it? It is, yeah. Sun Pride is um, fruit juice. It's a brand of fruit juice, possibly an old brand of fruit juice, actually. They might be a bit retro with their drinks. Okay. This is their Happy Pop number, Sun Pride.
0: For my money, the act I enjoyed most at Latitude 2022 Mm. was a local band, Gaffer Tape Sandy. I know, and I've been telling you about them for so long. You have, and I've had a little listen to them. I like the tunes...
1: Um, but they, they come across, if it's possible, even better live. I felt a bit like, because, because I love Family Mammal, their album, so much. I just, my heart was in my mouth a bit, because I thought, oh God, it's so easy to cock it up live, isn't it? You sort of, when you watch a band play, you're just waiting for something to go wrong, and you think, oh, please do a good performance, because they deserve this. They really do. And they did a cracking performance. It was so good. Well, Fault, the, the, faultless
0: really They were the, Well heard well, <laughs> uh, Or well gigged As well Because they just Come back from France
1: Yeah they just Come back from France, and, yeah, back from France um, Which I did ask them About actually Because I wondered like, How that had all gone And uh, yeah It was a fantastic Performance And all the classics I mean all the songs From that album Were on there Apart from one And, and, and some they, new ones And they played Some new ones as well Yeah I kind of In my sort of Geekiness for them I kind of tried To work out What some of these Songs were Like what actually Were these other songs And I think I've sort of Worked out A few titles if, if they'd like these For their new songs um, These are on their New album obviously Which is coming out soon um, One of them Was called Evil I think They kept saying Evil There was a, a song Which had the phrase Find out what they want <laughs> So I, I was just making notes While they were Playing these songs And then the last one Which I didn't recognise Was Where do you get off I think <laughs> so, <laughs> so these are the titles I've given these songs based on what I heard them singing. Um, so Gaff Tape Sandy, if you don't know them, are a three-piece, just like Tundra, with a slightly different lineup. You've got Kim on guitar, and then Catherine on bass, and then Robin on drums. And again, fantastic, all of them really, um, you know, fantastic players. But really, what it comes down to for me is just the melodies are so good. Yeah, they they're such good songwriters. The vocals, I enjoy both of them. Yeah, they're both really good vocalists, strong vocalists, very distinctive sounds to their voices as well. And of course, added to that, the trio, the holy trio of greatness, is that the themes are so good. Their songs are about stuff. Yeah, you know, all their songs address some issue, whatever it is. You know, they they they're addressing something in every song they do. It's fantastic. weren't always a three piece. They were a four-piece at some point. Um, But they sort of decided to slim down to one guitar. We spoke a bit about uh, Kim's style of playing guitar because, of course, it's difficult in a three-piece if you want to sort of fill out the sound. He has a very unusual way of doing that. They've played Glastonbury. They've done a few... A few festivals In 2017 Which seems like A long time ago It was two years Before their EP Even came out Family Mammal Which came out In 2019 I strongly suggest You go and listen To that um, On Spotify They have a new album Coming out soon They are in the process Of uh, developing that At the moment And fingers crossed I'm really looking forward to, To hearing that Mm. Uh, of course, they come out of sort of Barry St Edmunds, and it's the Seymour Quickly washing machine Hunter Club scene, which they're very appreciative of. As are Tundra, you know they talk talk highly about him. They've got a headline tour uh, back in March 2020, which unfortunately fell apart. Now, in March 2020, when you whenever you hear the phrase March yeah. 2020, yeah. you yeah. know in retrospect it must have fallen apart. So they did about half a tour, I think, yeah, and then it all shame. got yeah. It was yeah. a headline national tour which yeah. got cancelled. But, you know, they've refused to uh, allow any of this to get in the way, really. And they are onwards and upwards. Kim, in fact, if you go on YouTube, Kim, the guitarist, he um, teaches you how to play some of their songs <laughs> well, step by step, like how yeah, to play yeah. the guitar riffs and things. Yeah, I think they did a bit of that in lockdown, you know, to sort of keep themselves amused. But, uh, yeah, they've played all over all over England. They've played in Germany, as we've played in France, it was said. And they are getting a lot of... Interviews, airplay It's fantastic So it's all looking really good for Gaffer Tape Sandy So I'm so pleased I can't wait for the new album to come out Yeah, it should be good it should be fantastic So, as usual You whipped out your microphone
0: Well, well I, I would a story about this, isn't it? <laughs> I would have whipped know, it out we had, we had a bit of confusion about where we were supposed to be meeting
1: so. And well, it was the day after the gig as well We couldn't yeah. actually interview them on the day So we said, oh, what about the next day? And their manager, yeah. uh, Joe uh, said yes Meet us in the tent Yeah In the big BBC sound station this is a <laughs> lot bigger And then you were, okay. yeah. You not <laughs> lose like A tribe in that tent yeah. I'll tell yeah. you It's like Where <laughs> Yeah It took us a while To find them Yeah It's called the BBC soundstage tent. Now, what they said was we're over by the soundstage. Now, what that actually means is where they do the sound. So, I was thinking, well, yeah, this is the soundstage tent. But what they meant was by the soundstage. They meant the soundstage soundstage. Yeah, the soundstage soundstage. So, we found them eventually. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) I whipped out my tiny little microphone. And I really need to get a a better microphone I mean it's yeah. tiny it does pick up voices but my god you have to practically swallow it put it right in their faces but we managed to ask them a few questions about all sorts of things about their music So I've got with me uh, Gaffer Tape Sandy I've got Kim Hi Kim and
2: Catherine Hello Hi, and
1: Robin on the drum Hello Hi. Um,
7: So you're back in Suffolk um, at Latitude the First time at Latitude for performing or coming along? Or? Second time Second time we were on the alcove stage the first time So this is kind of like quite a big, significant upgrade. Um, But we've been coming as punters for ages as well. It's a real sort of like homecoming Show in a way because yeah, I've been coming here since I was about like ten. Right. So sort of on and off. Uh, and these guys have also been dozens of times. So yeah. we, we you were sort of name-dropped by Tundra yesterday saying that they were kind of almost following in your footsteps being now on
1: the alcove stage. Is
8: I didn't know they it? said that. Yeah, the, yeah, we love those guys so much. Like we've I feel like they should have played Latitude years ago. It's like it's kind of when they got announced, it was like it's about time, they're mm. so good. We went down and watched their set and they absolutely killed it. Oh, and so it's great. so nice, there's so many like friends playing. We just watched Bessie Turner and she was amazing and yeah, it's just nice having all the Suffolk lot just all here playing right. together yeah, it's yeah, so
1: yeah. nice you also have a bit of a blend is that right between you you're not actually from Bury no. all of you is that right oh. the only one of us that's kind of from the Bury area originally is Catherine right. I'm originally from Stowmarket and Kim's from Bartsdale but we've been there right. since college so I guess it's yeah, kind of our hometown isn't it right because it's Bright- so, yeah. Brighton gets mentioned as a location is that is that relevant to the band or is it <laughs> yeah
7: so we all moved to Brighton right. Um, right after kind of exhausting, uh, Suffolk's, um, venues, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. um, and also to study. Uh, yeah, we all moved to Brighton. So that's where we live now.
1: So you've just come back from your French tour and, um, how was that? How did it work out? Is it good?
8: That was so much fun. That was such a long time in the making. Oh yeah. That's it. That is the thing. It was also incredibly expensive. Like it got booked pre COVID and then obviously Brexit and COVID and everything happened. And so it was very expensive. Which isn't ideal, but it was—it was an amazing experience, and we got to do some awesome festivals. Mike met a lot of people, and yeah, it was—it was like a dream. It was awesome.
7: Do, do audiences differ at all? Are they as reserved as us? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I don't know. I think there is a different culture there towards uh, live music. Um, we played the first night in Paris. Um, and it was like p- completely packed out and really I don't think anyone has actually heard of us but they obviously had heard that there was a gig going on locally um, with a band from out of town and they just went to see what it was like and I don't really think you'd get that here I don't think that's the culture you know if you had a band in London playing and from out of town and no one had heard of there's not going to be anyone there. Whereas in France, I think maybe it's a bit different. Maybe people are a little bit more willing to just go and see a band just to discover them, rather than because to go and sing along to the lyrics and to see them again or whatever. I think there's different incentives behind attending shows. Maybe.
1: And do you think there's uh, the English scene's sort of more progressive anyway? So maybe an English band coming over is more exciting.
8: Like maybe. <laughs> no, like maybe. I mean, one guy I spoke to said he came to see us because he heard we were from Brighton and he's right. heard that Brighton is interesting. So he literally knew nothing about us other than that. Right. So he was just like, "Yeah," he's like, oh, "I heard Brighton's cool. I might might as well go see a new band." But yeah, as a thing, I'm not really sure to be honest.
1: You probably get asked this all the time, but tell us about your name. <laughs> I guess you've got a pat answer for this one, have you?
7: Where does it come um, from? We've got, di- we got a few different answers for this one. <laughs> got a few different answers for this one. There's like the real stories, there's the fake stories. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've had some mishaps with gaffer tape with gaff tape in the past when we were trying to form the band. Oh, actually, with the tape itself. With the tape oh, itself. Thinking, right, with okay. the tape itself. And it also, right. yeah, we were trying to get sponsored by gaffer tape at the beginning when <laughs> right. we formed, yeah. um, and it wasn't happening at all. So we kind of just thought, let's name the band after it, and. Um, so sort of take it from there still haven't been sponsored though um, but the name sticks so to speak yeah it, I, 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 oh. whoa oh, come on I can't be
1: the first whoa. one to say No, it. it does man yeah. it sticks hard it sticks hard <laughs> <laughs> so BBC Sounds is a pretty big deal really I mean that's you know it's a big stage there's a lot of people there. Um, is this sort of the beginning of a new phase do you think for Gaffer Tape?
8: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. So we're finally, finally like recording an album. It's been, we haven't released since 2019. So when this came about, we were like, really? We're like, how has this happened? So I think hopefully this is, yeah, we're kind of kickstarting again. Because over COVID, loads of bands kept busy and did stuff. And we just kind of took a bit of time out and just chilled. And we've just been writing, like writing together and doing all that. And so it's so nice to actually get back out there again. And I mean, I'm sure every band literally says that, being like, oh, it's so nice to be back. But we feel like we're actually finally starting to come back a bit and yeah it's hopefully the beginning of a new like album
1: family mammal is is a brilliant set of songs i mean it really is i just wonder how you I mean, i've been a fan of it since it came out basically and i've sort of been waiting to see you live and here we are it's fantastic i just wonder how you can possibly follow it i it's a bit like the arctic monkeys isn't it having their first album and then you've got to do another one you know i mean how does it feel Sort of writing
7: for the next album you did four of the new songs yesterday I noticed yeah 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 we've been to, uh, trialing some of the new ones live um, I think in regards to sort of our uh, songwriting approach has changed a bit but I think really in regards to actually following the previous releases we're just kind of not overthinking it and trying to keep it um, just doing what we are good at and sort of uh, capitalizing on our strengths and stuff but just yeah not overthinking it Not not thinking of like oh this is something we have to Uh, improve or make better or like do better kind of just doing what we do and if it's better it's better, if it's worse, it's worse. Right, and, you okay, know.
8: Okay. And also with Family Mammal, it was kind of like a mishmash of songs that we had released, and then we kind of recorded a few new ones and put them all together. And this is one it's like, it's nice writing it as like a full thing, like from start to finish, like writing the whole thing, recording it, and then we're releasing it, and which, yeah, which you've not done before, so that's, that's an interesting. But
1: if Family Mammal was the only thing you ever did, I mean, that's an incredible achievement <laughs> in itself. It's such a great album, and I'm really looking forward to the next one. So, one of the things that really distinguishes your sound is your. Um, the duo the unison between your guitar and voice and that and for most sort of guitar players but I play guitar myself is that's quite an unusual style because it tends to be a blues thing and yet you do it a lot I mean how
7: did that come about that that Um, sort of sound well I think when we sort of committed to having one guitarist Mm. instead of two I was previously playing in a band with two guitarists Mm. and then I just kind of when we just yeah when I went to this configuration of just having one guitarist in the band I kind of just completely changed my way of thinking and thinking Mm I want a lead guitarist in the band and I want a rhythm guitarist in the band but I don't want any more members so I basically started trying to write lead and rhythm parts together Um, so I think yeah my style of playing is this kind of um is this kind of contradiction of like is he a rhythm player is he a lead player no he's not really either it's kind of he's in the middle and that's always kind of what i'm trying to juggle is yeah trying to play lead parts with my pinky finger over chords and things like that
1: but it's it's a really beautifully original sound i mean it's entirely your own sound though isn't it i I haven't seen a band doing that really kind of picking out the notes but especially when you're in a three-piece that's difficult sure tell me who's isaac
8: who's like oh Isaac Uh, oh my gosh uh, Isaac uh, (laughs) so from Barry St Edmunds so there's like there's one main promoter called Washing Machine and it's run by a guy called Seymour Quigley and he is basically you know he's like the reason that we're banned I feel like you know Tundra as well there's there's just so many bands that have spawned from that scene and Isaac is his son and he is he's got two kids Jack and Isaac and we love them so much and basically one day Seymour sent us this video of Isaac just in the back of the car and he it was literally the audio clip from the Beginning of Family Mammal, and it was yeah. just a video of him in the back of the car being like, "Yeah, it was just so cute." It's and I sent it. I sent it to the guys. Hmm?
7: Whose idea was it? Idea? I don't
8: know. I sent it to the guys, and then I think it was either Robin or Kim said, "We have to use that," or Joe. I think it might have been our manager's idea. It was like, "We have to use that sound bite It's the cutest thing in the world." It um, is. So I think it's when he, brilliant. if we well, you know when he grows up, he yeah. might be a bit like, "Oh no," <laughs> but as of now, yeah, he's just an adorable, adorable little child. <laughs> we
1: love him. Well, so. look, thank you so much for talking so it's great to catch you finally and onwards and upwards for gaffer tape thank you very much
0: well let's have a listen to so dry by gaffer tape sandy
2: We are, we are, we are, litter of kings.
1: Do you remember May, Peter? I remember May. Lovely girl. Pigtails, I believe. You mean May this year? Yes, May, May this year. May 2022. 2022. Yes, I remember May 2022. And the reason why I remember it so well is because we had the most awesome all-dayer music event that the Brew House had ever seen. I mean, it was incredible. The lineup. I had to keep looking at it thinking, how did we manage to get this lot? I know. It's incredible yeah. I, I do wonder Whether that will ever Happen again in cultures There's such an amazing bill Yeah It was an amazing On bill. one stage It's incredible yeah, So what we thought yeah. Was this Why If we had such a Fantastic all day Why don't we just Have another one You yeah. know I mean it just seems To make sense Doesn't it We yeah. have one good one Why don't we just Have another good one Yeah But the difficulty for us is fantastic, Bill, but we don't want to repeat and have the same all dayer. No, you know, and I'm sure some of those acts would think, "Oh, I want to do another all dayer with them." Yeah. So we've gone out and found out more acts, and we're having an all dayer in September this year. I think we were thinking
0: it's sort of that cusp. Everybody's out doing festivals in the summer, but mm. this is sort of September sort yes. of falls in a good period. It's kind of. You've had your fun. You've had your fun in the sun. now. Now, now come and now come and have your misery. <laughs> now come and listen to this. No, no, no but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when you start to come inside a little bit more, but it's still you
1: know. Yeah, still, nice. Yeah, so it's sort of the end of the summer, I guess I think psychologically, September means something to it everyone, Because everyone's been to school So yeah. they're like, oh yeah, it's August, I'm out You know, I'm falling over ten pegs And, you know, impaling myself on barbecues Yeah, But that's over Yeah. So grow up, be serious, it's September yeah. Oh god, September, it's like it's like the death now yeah,
6: wait But me we're up. there
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. wake me up when September starts, in our case <laughs> um, And... Um, <laughs> And come along And I mean we've got some great acts Some of which we, we already know We've yeah. had before yes. And some are brand new So who's going to kick off the day? Well we're going to start with Brooke Telling Now Brooke Telling I became aware of her Because Jim Alderton's acoustic tent At the V-Dubbing uh, Fest She played yep. She's a solo acoustic act Got a really rich voice So it's a great way to start the day Yep. And then, of course, Gavin Bowen. Now yep. we're, we're reeling him in. Yeah. Reeling him in, in. He is the Palomino Kings lead singer.
0: Yeah. Um, we basically had him on a bungee for the last four years. We, have, but we just we have. reeled
1: him back in on a bungee. Have. It's been about he four years. He, he thought he'd got away. I know. But no. But the bungee hadn't got tight at that point. No. He's the lead singer and guitarist, Palomino Kings, as I said. Uh, sort of broadly Americano kind of feel. But he does solo work, rich twang. Yeah. I forgot what I said Richard. about Toby last time. What was it? Throaty. Throaty. <laughs> he got a nickname Throaty. <laughs> Rich Twang. I thought Rich. Richard Twang could be his, new, his sort of. I quite <laughs> like that, yeah. Hi, Richard Twang. Twang here. Yeah. Anyway. He's reminiscent of Sort of those American 70s Singer songwriters I think Uh, Fantastic We love Gavin So he's going to Come back and play For us Then we've got A brand new act Bex and Frieda Yeah Brand new for us Brand new for us Absolutely yeah Jim and Bex Alderton Now they are a duo Who play um, You know Their own material As uh, as we only deal With original material What's interesting Is that it's called Bex and Frieda Now you'd think Jim It's a little bit Lost in there Because why isn't It called Jim and Bex Or something Uh, You know It's not It's called Frida, and the reason why is because Frida was Bex's first ukulele when she bought a ukulele, she uh, called it Frida. Uh, so it's basically Bex playing ukulele and singing. So what's Jim doing? Jim gets a look in on percussion. Sinead Orme is our Sinead next yeah. star played with us before Yeah, we've also interviewed her before At the brew house so It's a return for her um, Sing a songwriter from Dublin Lovely rich voice She's recording at the moment With one of her other performers I know Who isn't recording with Stewie Skinner? Oh, I don't I know get His name drop with so many Sinead has um, a Sort of Joni Mitchell, Kate Bush Sort of style As I'm sure you remember Now I've got a few new ones there So we've got yep. Dean Frost Who's well known uh, At the moment For doing lots and lots of open mics And lots of gigs And lots of gigs Uh, A singer songwriter I see him at every open mic I look look through the picture And I see him Folky guitar style Lovely chords I mean he's great with chords Sort of lilting Lovely All those major chords Fantastic Open strings Very natural sound Very mellow Reminds me of sort of John Martin Nick Drake If you like that kind of feel So there's quite a few acts already We've got Stewie Skinner Now we had to sort of negotiate this one Because obviously Stewie plays as a solo act But he also records with lots of other people Uh, Sort of has a band which he sort of puts together So we suggested to him why don't we have a duo And he thought oh to hell with it Why don't we just have a band Like an acoustic band uh, Really well known singer songwriter in Colchester Obviously from Saturday Sessions at Coda He's there every week Called something else now I think it's still billed as Coda Uh, Sessions Saturday Sessions But it's something Pigafy or something Yeah
0: that's right Pigafy
1: um, anyway, he's got a 13-track album that's just yeah. come out Tornado Box, self-produced yeah. It'd be great, wouldn't it, if he produced everyone else's But he didn't do his own Someone else did that, or another Stu came in maybe and did his yeah. Very involved in the Colchester acoustic scene But he's going to do an all-original uh, set for us With bass player and drummer Quite looking forward to that being a sort of an acoustic-y thing mm. Everybody see that, do you? A sort of band, an acoustic mm. band Like NTV yeah. uh, Unplugged, that's what I'm yeah, thinking Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Can we make it into an MTV Unplugged? We can try. We can try.
0: Millie
1: Millie Kirkpatrick. Yes. Millie Kirkpatrick. We will be testing people as they come to the door. What's her name? My name is... And then she'll go, Millie Kirkpatrick. Like that. Uh, Which I said wrong as well. Uh, Suffolk singer-songwriter um, Self-titled EP out in 2023 Original Songs Online uh, She has been In fact, she was the first person To ever perform for us So Millie would be fantastic To get her back um, Sort of like bookending everything And then we've got Jack Walsh Now, Jack Walsh We've been very aware yeah. of He's got this eight-track EP out uh, Kintsugi uh,
0: Which is It was. Just... A... So I was just going to say It was Dean that told us about Jack Walsh Yeah, and yeah he cornered
1: you he cornered me Yeah yeah. <laughs> if you don't know about the Koran Go back to the last episode Yeah He's got this fantastic 8-track EP out Called Kintsuki Which is um, Kintsugi is the The mending of pots In Japan In a kind of Imperfect way uh, Jack's got so much to offer Really powerful Instructive kind of songs They're really to the point They're really punchy We've raved about him before. It should be fantastic. I'm so glad he's coming along. So all the sort of stuff changes then because we're going to have two bands to end. It's got this kind of nice acoustic feel. And suddenly we've got this, ah, like full on. First Um, band? Dead Caress, obviously. Uh, Dead Caress have sort of been bubbling up through the scene at the moment. Um, They're a bit of an enigma online. I mean, they're actually quite hard to find online and to contact contact online. (laughs) contact and all sorts. But they're one of those bands you just know are there because they keep popping up in different places. A uh, sort of punky trio, uh, a little bit poppy, but pretty raw. They've got a following. Um, who knows what's going to happen? It's going to be all a bit sort of a mystery to us. Yeah, yeah. Us oldies will be like, oh dear, fingers in ears, well, go for it, guys.
0: Uh, well, Dead Chris and the next band, Ekto Peach, have got a history. Oh, yeah. They yes. both play together with um, the Mephs. They did. Who were on our last
1: show? The they, they did. They, yeah, they had a fantastic gig with yeah. us at the a great. Center. Photographs online. Yeah, yeah. there was um, Dead Crest. There's only review I can actually find of them is that it says the the chiseled cheekbones of models and the raw power of early Nirvana. I mean, that sounds pretty good. If you're going for music and for looks, they've got, yeah. they've got it all. And so to top the evening Yeah We've got Ecto Peach yep. Ecto Peach um, We've sort of Been meaning to sort of Get in in some way We'd like to interview them At some point And um, they, they sort of Build themselves as Middle-aged angst They're a little bit older um, They play a sort of Pop, pop punk uh, And they've had a couple Of uh, singles online as well We've played um, one of their tracks Before on our show Haven't we? Yeah we've played them On our show before uh, Very active at the moment They did support the meths At the Art Centre Well done uh, Along with Dead Caress It's like a, a, a rebirth of those two bands together It's going to be A fantastic day And it'll all be done By like 11 o'clock Yeah Slightly late start We're going to start At 1 o'clock this time Because we thought that, that hour probably Was a bit too much And we were practically Dead by the end Of the day anyway Yeah It's like Justin What's going on Oh god he's dead Get the adrenaline out Yeah Yeah Give him another Pork pie That'll yeah. keep him going Intravenous Mountain Dew in a drip You actually put <laughs> Like a, a frame You're sort of dragging Around the brew house <laughs> With Mountain Dew Going in Yeah so I'm really Looking forward to it It's going to be Fantastic It's going day. to be a great night Really
0: good Well yeah. you know what that means Time to wrap we've up We've done the latitude <sighs> We've done it all We've, we've seen everything well, I've like seen the it all tape Yeah Talked about Tundra That brings us to The wrap up The wrap up show so Well we hope that? you've enjoyed Our wider scene show Yeah our next show will be the review show. Will, will be our be review. A, a review of the show in September.
1: So what we're going to do is sort of pluck out a few of those acts from the all-dayer and give you some context for them, talk to them about what, why they do it, what inspires them, what interests them. Uh, we can't do all of them, though, because that's a hell of a lot of interviews. I mean, oh, yeah. normally five is quite a lot. It's going to be hard to cut down this show into <sighs> an hour. Good luck And if, if you're listening And the show has been cut down World well done Justin You yeah. managed it Yeah, uh, if,
0: yeah. You're, if, you, if you're <laughs> listening three, yeah.
1: And this bit has been cut out Then <laughs> <laughs> It's like the old thing I always say to my class Put up your hand If you're not here Time to say goodbye Time to say goodbye And not all bands Get back to us You know We do, we do chase yeah. up Quite a lot of artists Someone of just go Oh tell him I'm not in Mum yeah, When you ring, yeah, tell him I'm not here and I go, I can hear you in the background, yeah. I'm not here. Tell him I've yeah. given up the yeah.
0: music. And they stop. Is, is there a dog or something? Yeah. Like a dog would be able to answer the phone. I've heard it oh. all. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard, heard it all. It doesn't make any sense. On the grass. How would the dog answer the phone? <laughs> give a dog well, a well, phone. I mean, yeah. They don't have a place phone.
1: No they don't they
0: possibly do. Oh, in that? Why do they,
1: what they Oh, that little cheap? Ah, it's pretty, it gets complicated down there. It does. It does, and it does not work with phones. Not no, much. they can probably slam a hand on a mobile but yeah. they do that. Woo-hoo. See you
2: there. Yeah. Literary kings and friends talking bullshit again.